Perhaps you have heard the term used recently. The use of the word tribe has moved into mainstream popular language. If you Google the term tribe, you'll find a range of different references from ethnic groups to companies to sports teams, branding and marketing firms, and even groups on Instagram. The word tribe has become synonymous with a lot of different things. So, in today's episode, let's explore what a tribe is and whether or not we should even be using it outside of its original meaning. As humans, our innate desire for connection drives us, yet the path to finding a sense of belonging can be intricate. This is where our tribe steps in. However, comprehending what constitutes a tribe and its significance is a crucial initial step. If we explore the historical roots of the term tribe, we trace it back to the 13th century Middle English literature. Originating from the French term tribu or the Latin term tribus, the word initially denoted three different ethnic tribes of Rome. Early references also mentioned the 12 tribes of Israel. Webster's Dictionary provides four different definitions for tribe, encompassing families, clans, groups of individuals with shared interests, and even classifications below a subfamily such as a cat or a rose tribe. Given these very definitions, it's evident that the word holds diverse meanings for different individuals. Moreover, the usage of the term tribe has extended into common everyday language, Please stay with us today on the Fulfilling Walk podcast. I'm your host, Rick Williams, as we discuss what a tribe is. As we explore tribal living, let's look at the traditional views of what a tribe is. Tribal living characterized by small, close-knit communities with shared values, traditions, and strong social bonds offers several benefits. While the advantages of tribal living may vary depending on the specific tribe and its cultural context, there are some common benefits associated with this way of life. One is strong social support. Tribal communities often provide a robust support system. Members can rely on one another for emotional, financial, and practical support during times of needs. Then number two is cultural preservation. Tribal living is often closely tied to the preservation of cultural traditions, languages, and practices. These communities work to maintain their unique cultural identities, passing down their heritage to future generations. Number three is shared responsibility. In tribal societies, responsibilities are often shared among the community members. This can help distribute the workload and reduce individual stress. It can also foster a sense of collective responsibility for the welfare of the entire group. Close family ties. Tribes are frequently prioritized through strong family bonds. Extended families often live together in close proximity, facilitating intergenerational relationships and support systems. This can lead to a sense of belonging and security. Natural resource management. Many tribal communities have sustainable practices for managing their natural resources, such as land, water, and forests. These practices can contribute to environmental conservation and the long-term well-being of the community. Conflict Resolution Tribal societies have well-established mechanisms for conflict resolution. Disputes are typically resolved within the community, reducing the need for external intervention and promoting reconciliation. Cultural Diversity 
Tribal living can celebrate and embrace cultural diversity within the group. Different tribes often have their own unique customs and traditions, adding to the richness of human cultural heritage. Resilience. The collective nature of tribal living can make communities more resilient in the face of challenges where natural disasters, economic hardships, or social issues arise. Together, the tribe can pool resources and support each other through difficult times. Shared knowledge. Tribal societies often possess a wealth of traditional knowledge about agricultural, medicine, and survival techniques. This knowledge is passed down through generations and can be valuable for sustainable living. Community rituals and celebrations. Tribal communities often engage in communal rituals, ceremonies, and celebrations. These events not only strengthen social bonds, but also provide opportunity for members to express their cultural identities. A sense of belonging. Tribal living fosters a strong sense of belonging and identity. Members often feel deeply connected to their tribe and have a strong sense of purpose within the community. Adaptability. Tribal societies can highly adapt to changing circumstances. Their close-knit structures allow for quick responses to challenges and opportunities, ensuring the well-being of the community. It's important to note that while tribal living offers these benefits, it may also come with its own set of challenges, such as limited access to modern amenities, exposure to diseases, and vulnerability to external pressures. Additionally, these specific benefits of tribal living can vary widely depending on the cultural context and historical circumstances of each tribe. Stay with us. In our next segment, we are going to explore how tribes are being applied to online communities. In the digital age, the term tribe is taking on a new meaning as it is applied to online communities. An online tribe refers to a group of people connected through the internet based on shared interests, beliefs, hobbies, goals, or even geographical location. These virtual communities often exhibit characteristics similar to traditional tribes, such as a sense of identity, social cohesion, and shared values, but in an online context. Here are the key aspects that define online tribes. Number one is shared interest and values. Online tribes form around a common interest, passion, or cause. These shared foundations is what binds the members together and motivates their actions within the community. Number two, digital platforms as a gathering space. Online tribes typically converge on social media platforms, forums, dedicated websites, or specialized apps where they can communicate, share context, and engage with one another. Digital identities. Members often adapt digital personas or identities within the tribe. These identities may reflect their interests, expertise, or roles in the community. Number four is a sense of belonging. Just like with a traditional tribe, members of online tribes experience a strong sense of belonging and identification within the community. This fosters a feeling of being part of something larger than themselves. Number five is community guidelines and norms. Online tribes usually have established rules, norms, and guidelines that govern behavior and interactions within the community. This could be something like a Facebook group or an X group of individuals. These help maintain a positive and respectful environment. Communication and interaction. 
Communication within online tribes occurs through various channels such as discussion threads, comments, direct messages, video calls, or live streams. Members actively engage with one another, sharing experiences, ideas, and knowledge related to the shared interests. Number seven is leadership and influencers. Similar to traditional tribes, online tribes often have leaders, moderators, or influencers who play a significant role in guiding the community, fostering engagement, and setting the tone for interactions. Number eight, support and collaboration. Members often provide support, advice, or collaborate on projects within the online tribe. This collaborative spirit contributes to the growth and sustainability of the community. Number nine, global reach. Online tribes have a global reach connecting people from different parts of the world who share a common interest. This allows for diverse perspectives and experiences within the community. Number 10, dynamic and evolving. Online tribes are dynamic, adapting to changes in technology, trends, and interests. New members join, and the community may evolve over time, reflecting the evolving interest of its members. Number 11, diversity and inclusivity. Online tribes often strive to be inclusive, welcoming members with diverse backgrounds, cultures, and experiences. This diversity enriches the community by offering a broad range of perspectives. Number 12, empowerment and education. Online tribes can empower individuals by providing them with knowledge, resources, and a platform to voice their opinions, fostering personal growth and education within the chosen interest or cause. Understanding online tribes is essential in the digital era, as they significantly impact how people connect, share information, and form communities. These digital tribes play a vital role in shaping online culture and influencing broader social and cultural narratives. Stay with us in our upcoming segment as we talk about the use of the word tribe in the corporate world. In the corporate world, the term tribe is often used to describe a specific organizational structure or group dynamic within a company. The concept draws parallels to traditional tribes in terms of cohesion, collaboration, and a sense of identity among members. Here's an explanation of tribes in the corporate context. Number one, definition and structure. The corporate tribe refers to a closely knit group of individuals within a larger organization. These individuals share common goals, values, and objectives, forming a cohesive unit within the company. Number two, shared goals and objectives. Members of a corporation tribe are aligned in terms of their professional objectives. They work towards common goals, whether it's achieving a specific project outcome, meeting performance targets, or fulfilling a shared mission. Number three, cultural alignment. Corporate tribes often share a particular corporate culture or set of values that bind them together. This culture is influenced by the organization's mission, vision, and overall organizational ethos. Number four, leadership and hierarchy. Within the corporate tribe, There is usually a designated leader or hierarchy of leaders. These individuals guide the tribe, provide direction, and ensure that the tribe's actions align with the broader organizational goals. Number five, collaboration and teamwork. Members of a corporate tribe collaborate closely, leveraging each other's strengths and skills. 
The emphasis on this is teamwork, mutual support, and a collective achievement to benefit the tribe and the organization as a whole. Number six, shared knowledge and expertise. Corporate tribes often bring together individuals with similar expertise or specialized knowledge. This shared knowledge is leveraged to enhance the tribe's capabilities and contribute to the organization's success. Number seven, subcultures and subgroups. In large organizations, multiple tribes may exist, forming subcultures within the broader corporate culture. These subgroups often emerge based on functions, projects, or departments creating smaller communities within the organization. Number eight is community identity. Members of a corporate tribe often identify strongly with their group and its objectives. This sense of belonging fosters a positive work environment and can enhance motivation and job satisfaction. Number nine is cross-functional collaboration. While tribes often have a specific focus or function, they also frequently collaborate with other tribes or departments to achieve overarching organizational goals. This cross-functional collaboration promotes a holistic approach to problem-solving and innovation. Number 10, adaptability and resilience. Corporate tribes often display adaptability and resilience in response to changes in the business landscape. They can quickly adjust strategies, processes, and objectives to align with shifting organizational needs. Number 11 is continuous improvement. Corporate tribes often strive for continuous improvement, seeking ways to enhance their performance and achieve higher levels of success and their area of focus. Understanding the concept of tribes in the corporate world is essential for fostering a culture of collaboration, maximizing organizational efficiency, and aligning individuals and collective efforts towards shared objectives. It encourages a sense of unity and collective responsibility, ultimately contributing to the overall success and growth of the organization. Please stay with us. In our next segment, we are going to speak about whether we should even consider using the word tribe when referring to social media or corporate groups. We should always remember that the language that we use carries significant weight and can hold varying meanings based on the context and the recipient's circumstances. A seemingly harmless phrase for one person might evoke an entirely different connotation for another. The term tribe has been a favorited choice among online marketers to depict their business communities and target audiences, especially since the release of marketing expert Seth Godin's book, Tribes, in 2014. However, I want to explore whether the use of tribe is actually a good idea. First of all, tribe does carry some racial sensitivity. I feel it is critical for any company or social media group to do your own research and find out if this is how you want to identify yourself. Even if it doesn't offend someone, using such a racially charged word in your marketing without careful consideration could be problematic and something that you should consider. The other thing that I would like to bring to your attention is the overuse of the word tribe. It has become virtually a cliché. The internet is a breeding ground for trends with words falling in and out of vogue constantly. As writers, podcasters, and marketers, we must stay current 
regularly adjusting our language and copy to ensure it remains fresh and pertinent. It's an ongoing cycle. Words gain popularity leading to widespread usage until they lose their essence and become worn-out cliches. With the vast English language at our disposal, resorting to the same words as everyone else is inexcusable. Beyond anything else, it's uninspiring. And if there's one thing I'm certain about is that you and your business are anything but uninspiring. There are a tremendous amount of words that you could use to describe your audience, community, which has not been used to death. And I would like to give some examples that you might consider. Words like society, fellowship, guild, people, a pool, a troop, family, company, circle, assembly. There's all types of words. Just look them up. I'm not going to tell you to not use the word tribe to describe your organization, whether it be a company or whether it be an online group of individuals. But I would encourage anyone to find a word that is indescribably you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Fulfilling Walk podcast. I've been your host, Rick Williams. It's been a pleasure to be with you once again today. Remember, you don't have to identify yourself with some overused cliche. Think of yourself individually. Think of a word that would best describe you. Think of a word that would best describe your group. Think of a word that is going to be accepted across the board universally. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave us a review and share it with your friends and colleagues. Your feedback helps us improve and reach more people like yourselves. Visit our website at www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. That's www.thefulfillingwalkpodcast.com. If you would like to support this podcast, click on the support button located on our profile page. Or if you want to leave us a message, there's a button on our profile page that says, Leave a Message. Stay tuned for more insightful episodes. And remember, you're not alone and there's always hope for a brighter future. Take care.